And if there is a collective wound, then there is a matching collective energy to heal it and pull it from us. Mm -hmm. I think that's the magic of the journey right there. Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott. This is episode 105, Stop Attracting the Narcissist by doing the inner work to heal through the womb space with Jaguar Woman. Just a reminder, this episode is for educational purposes only, and it is not a substitute for professional therapy. If you're enjoying this podcast, hit subscribe and rate and review this podcast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I numbed myself to stop the pain, and I reached out to friends for help. But it wasn't until I gained courage to leave and seek therapy that my dark abyss of hopelessness finally started to let in the light I was so longing for. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, today's sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. It allows you to talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. With a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network, it will give you access to help that you need that may not be available in your area. Finding a therapist is easy. You just fill out the questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Everything you share is completely confidential. In therapy, I learned that I wasn't the selfish, lesser person my ex convinced me I was. In my therapy, I was able to get affirmation that I was truly being emotionally and sexually abused. That alone allowed me to release my trauma and grow into the strong coach and mentor that I am today. But I didn't just gain that alone in therapy. I gained my sense of self-autonomy back, my power back, and my confidence back. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash empath. That's betterhelp.com forward slash E-M-P-A-T-H in the link in the show notes. You are in for a treat today, dear empaths and narcissists. I don't know if any narcissists are self-aware are listening, but this is a healing episode for you as well. Jaguar Woman is a multidimensional healing artist, medicine woman, and visionary mother of the womb nation. She is an intuitive herbalist, ancestral channel, a poet, and teacher who shares ways to connect with Mother Earth using plant medicine and ceremony. In both her private tea sessions and the Circle of Light Woman Circle, Jaguar teaches how to use the unique self-care ritual of womb steaming as a ritual of prayer and a sacred tool to awaken our innate womb wisdom and divine internal guidance system. Jaguar's journey into the mystical began when she was struck by a car while on foot and had a death experience, a near-death experience that left her in a coma and was diagnosed of traumatic brain injury. This began her healing journey of relearning walking, talking, reading, writing, and social skills. She was first shuffled through the traditional Western medicine and rehabilitation, and after not attaining the healing she desired, she sought out a path of her ancestral traditions. 
On her journey, she experienced a solo pilgrimage of spiritual and physical transformation and formed the womb nation to bring the power of these life-changing rituals and her unique jaguar medicine to womb carriers worldwide. Jaguar is a Yoga Alliance certified Hatha yoga instructor, Kemetic ancient Egyptian yoga instructor, Thai yoga bodywork practitioner, and attuned healer. She has an MA in creative writing poetry and is a published poet and powerful performer. In both her healing work and creative expression, she incorporates her study and practice of shamanism, Sanskrit mantra, sound healing, breathwork, ancestral plant medicine, movement, and ceremony. You can find links to her in the show notes. She is so incredible, so inspiring. And I can't wait for you to listen in to this beautiful conversation that we had that really transcends beyond this simplicity of bad and good, you know, and we talk about the mirrors and how, yes, even the narcissist can have healing if they just drop the facade of what society and culture are expecting of them. So... I can't wait it. So without further ado, let's get into the conversation. Hello, Jaguar. How are you this evening? Good. Happy to be here. Tuning in from Oaxaca. Yes. So if there are some sounds in the background, you guys, just um, there's just some celebrations going on. <laughs> it's Day of the Dead season. It is Day of the Dead season. Mm-hmm. So I really actually do enjoy Dia de los Muertes. We're here talking about this big topic, narcissism, and how how we could maybe shift the needle a bit, how to heal the collective of toxic, toxic narcissism. But <laughs> before we even get into that, we need to just kind of like backtrack, go into some history, but I would love to hear more about you and get to know you first. Okay. Um, well, my name is Jaguar. I live in Oaxaca. I'm based in Oaxaca and work also, live also in Northern California. My main focus is working with herbs, um, energy, and the womb space. So plant medicine and womb alchemy. So then naturally working within the womb space, it will take you into like, and within energy and alchemy, it's going to take you within like the sexual exchange of energy and like partnership, tantra and relationship. Um, because those mm-hmm. kind of, I think, um, fall under, or they like kind of are birthed outward from that womb space, um, core energy frequency for the womb holder. But my focus is plant medicine and womb alchemy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And of course, within the sexual space then you're going to mm. talk about narcissism at some point, I think. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was mm-hmm. my main abuse was sexual abuse and it was really difficult to get over and to get over that like just being treated like not like a sacred being right and within ourselves all of us have this sacred space for creation and even that means a space where you're not actually creating you're resting and you're just being and when you interact with somebody that is that toxic it's hard like you you enmesh and then they infiltrate like your body and your heart and your psyche it's really hard to get out of transform your childhood trauma into triumph 
during this free event. Unlock Michael and our special guest's exact blueprints to not just survive in a trauma-filled world, but to transform trauma into triumph in your life, career and relationships, family and secure your future. Save your free seat while you still can. Click the link in the show notes to join the free transformation week starting December 13th through 17th. Michael is calling this Unbroken Con. Join him for this free transformational event. So then naturally working within the womb space, it will take you into like business birthing, financial birthing, the birthing or manifesting as people like to say the word of your life partner and just your life in general. So it can always overlap a lot of different themes and topics, but it's presently focusing on how we can incorporate the medicines of the plants into our bodies and how we can kind of clear the womb space and the womb energy with the alchemical electrical circuitry of the plants yeah <laughs> yeah and i i see how this can really help us empaths and highly sensitive people to be able to connect with you know back to the plants and back to the earth and so much of when we are in a toxic relationship whether it's someone who's just toxic selfish or narcissist they tend to take over everything. And so it also takes over our womb space, either it being actual, like we're just being used like a doll and it's, it's sexual abuse, or we're actually being like sucked of our creative juices. I've actually ha- have another person I interviewed where he just like sucked all of her energy to create abundance and to create you know, her business because he was stealing those ideas. There's so many different things. So. Yeah, I think that the most important thing is that we're always marrying each other. So it's in relationship, then it's in a specifically requested marriage dynamic that we, in our subconscious or conscious, are wanting in order to see and grow. So it's a narcissist any other dynamic in a relationship. Always the same thing is going on because the laws of the universe don't like edit for our pleasure it's just the rules of reality yeah it's just more uncomfortable the more i never really say language like this is a toxic relationship because um it's like who's calling who toxic it's just like we are in the states that we're in when we attract different dynamics and then no matter how uncomfortable the dynamic is it is a mirror of ourselves we're not separate from it and then being abused by it we're in it and of it and then transmute it for our personal evolution. Mm. Yeah. And that's what I've been trying to infiltrate and talk about in the podcast is, you know, the title itself is Empath and Narcissist and immediately think, oh, light and dark or like good and bad. But it's really actually like not. Like we can be one and the same in ourselves, like in our own being. We can have a little bit of the good and a little bit of the bad, but it's, it's hard to hear that when you feel like so violated and abused by somebody else. Yes, because really the wondering is why would I myself? And then when we heal the part of us that would quote do that to ourselves, that is the healing that can evolve us and um, take us to a place where we can attract another level of mirror. In general, I think we're learning trauma is like a really um, 
kind of dynamic way to evolve our psyche, but it's not the only thing that we can do. And I think as a human consciousness, um, we are learning and accepting, and as we accept things as like each of us as a consciousness, we can allow it to manifest in the individual dynamics that we have, like the micro and the macro, you know? So I think part of releasing um, these very theatrical dynamics in relationships that we manifest to learn lessons is just saying like, oh, you know, I can transmute equally powerfully without like dating this asshole for five years. I can also like do a million other things. There's like, I can plant medicine journey or say that doesn't call to me, but I can have like an artistic experience that's really taking me to a place of catharsis and epiphany. And I also can offer my in order to make that choice um, to deliberately be like, I'm going to go in and work on this like part of myself that I feel you know um so we do have to get to a place of like oh I see this part in me and I see how playing in that space and then we can make another choice to specifically focus and address and like heal that part of ourselves you know so that we don't create already within the density of the physical space um the kind of metaphor of a relationship so that we can see ourselves clearly but it's so, so it's really important for women to see that because it's uncomfortable and we like to be like that asshole abused me which i'm not saying he's not a horrible guy yeah. but i'm open to have that experience in order for it to come through mm. i love that yeah in order for it to come through and I think so many of us are like, oh, uh, you know, I'm so grateful for this thing because I'm transmuted it. And yes, totally. But it also sucks. And does it really have to be like, does it really have to be a requirement to put yourself into harm's way to grow? No, I, I don't know. No, it doesn't. Has to be that yeah. Way. No, we're really just coming to um, the more nuanced we are with our understanding of the path that we're on. And the, but if you're really aware, like, OK, I'm on this path. That also allows you to set up cleaner boundaries. Like if you were like, okay, I'm in the operating room kind of about this aspect of myself, then you're also gonna be really protective of like the energies that are coming in and the energies that are going out. And you'll be kind of just like you would if you're healing from any other thing, like curating experiences where you can safely go into the space of rage or of release, um, of reintegration of relaxed restoration. Rage. Reintegration. Relaxation. And rejuvenation. The key strategy to not care about narcissists anymore. Finally leave the narcissist for good and live your best life. No matter what age you are, you can have emotional freedom when you leave the narcissist. Though the road may be bumpy, you can free yourself from the narcissist's negative emotion cycle and create a positive life with the hidden truth very few people know about. Discover the secret that thousands of others have that enables you to live in safety. Have a place you belong and know that you matter. You will gain this bliss of indifference and you won't care about the narcissist anymore. There are two ways that you can do this. First is you can grab my free How to Draw Powerful Boundaries workshop in the link in the show notes. Or you can DM me at Raven Scott Show, free gift, 
and you will get the link. The second way is you can claim the workshop that I have created. Loads of bonus content, beautiful healing meditations and rituals, grounding practices, balancing your chakras. It has a downloadable workbook, seven practical steps for getting out and staying out because never again do you want to justify their behaviors or excuses or excuse their abuse. Journal exercises, how you can master keeping your emotions detached and out of the narcissist cyclone of influence. Plus, it includes bonus content valued at over $500. Bonuses of meditations, self-development exercises, bonuses of healing rituals, and bonuses of spiritual practices. You can claim this workshop that's valued at over $500 for just $97 on my website at www.ravenscott.show forward slash shop. Once you do this, you'll receive instant access to everything I mentioned here and be free and win victory over the emotional war and leave the narcissist for good. That's www.ravenscott.show forward slash shop. This, you know, being stuck or being in this pattern loop with like bad relationship after bad relationship or narcissist, etc., like doesn't have to always be the way and maybe you know it could just be one one relationship and done and right yeah your your story doesn't have to always be so tumultuous right which could kind of also be like a, a crutch like some people hold on to like i'm always the victim and i'm always this and that's your again your ego just like playing into that story of having to be the victim Right, it's important to be honest about what we're addicted to, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, mainly, we can get you know, own stories of trauma or triumph, you know? And then it's going to be like, oh, take a step back and see. Always we evolve from finding our own responsibility within the dynamic that we're in. That's what makes all of these um, evolutionary spaces so open for discomfort because they're like the vulnerable little soft and tender areas inside of our hearts, right? But um, when we open into our softness and tenderness and then just really bravely like look in at those things, we can see with clarity where it is that we need to shine the light, which is why, you know, authenticity is so um, essential for accurately evolutionary inner work. Otherwise, we're just um, kind of like in and then like or therapy. It's like all of those things can also be distractions. You know, the things that we claim to be our healing path. So what's most important is our energy of feeling soft, open, and also brave and boundaried enough to like look with honesty at ourselves and say like, okay, like this was my responsibility in that dynamic. It wasn't just, it's impossible that anyone be um, solely a victim. It's just one shape of energy exchange. Um, And there's always a back and forth flow. So 
it's also a delicate tender space because we don't want to then spiral into like self-judgment or self-loathing which isn't moving us forward either <laughs> so we also don't want to be like oh my god i keep doing this and it's me and like it's not these that's not um you know, anything is good for a moment if it takes you to like crying and catharsis that can lead you to another thing, that's fine too. I don't judge myself for that either. But so it's finding that balance of responsibility and action. Right. And I think yeah. it I think what I found is the only way I've been able to press progress forward through all those times is like allowing myself to feel those, but also um, taking like a bird's eye view, like I think the connection to your soul, yes. which kind of ties into the womb, right? Yeah. Like yeah. The connection to your soul allows you to go, oh, okay, I'm, I'm just going to experiment with this. Like what happens if I do this different right. next time? Right. And really just, um, something that I always say is when in doubt, zoom out. When you zoom out, you can see and understand the bigger picture of what's going on. And the biggest possible picture, yes, is that we're star beings incarnated into this third dimension, Earth school, to live and have experiences, to be and to like feel pleasure and to radiate creativity and joy um, and to birth new worlds and orgasmically. So when you just like move into things from a perspective of play i think it can bring a level of um authentic responsibility and authentic relating to each other and the e and the each other of ourselves you know because it's like when we can see these dynamics within ourselves we don't need to conjure this physical mirror of the relationship dynamic in our lives in order to get clarity about the part of us that we're needing to then go and change, you know? And often we get into these quote unquote toxic relationships, we evolve through and then out of them, then we're gonna go through a long period of th therapy, self-assessment, women's circles. We begin these new brave practices. Obviously that's what we were wanting to get to in the first place, was that space. The healing, the trauma get out of bed and do this thing and then you evolve next thing you flower and then you're in this healthy relationship or whatever it is that looks like for you or you're just like really happy alone but then you're painting or you're like started your garden and you found this magic and growing your lavender or whatever the thing that it is so can be exciting is the opportunity to view our and our eyes the clear bright kind of light of truth and then feel like okay i see a little bit of this coming up and then really see how you know it, it is our thoughts creating our reality it doesn't change it's always our thoughts creating our reality when we're having when we're in like a struggle and discomfort period it's still the thoughts creating the reality this is why i say you know the rules of the universe don't change um to entertain us it's, these are consistent laws that we're observing and learning how to play with even something like you know we think of these words often manifestation but these are not prescriptive like assignments often told to us by those who don't have the capacity to birth. So they're watching this process from the outside, the male lens, but the womb carrier can understand, understand that like inner transmutation and birth, how it works, I think in a very direct way because it is the womb carrier who births life and be the whole story from the womb space, you know, and even, um, indigenous principles say you know it is the womb carrier who births life and they don't mean the baby that you had with your boyfriend they mean life so they mean like when you see and i like to talk about this especially in the light of your podcast you're not only talking about healing the individual 
singularity of singular narcissistic dynamic but the why as the as us as a whole we have created a dynamic where these relationships are so common you know it's a bigger thing right so why are as the tribe together creating this you know and this is why this is when i say yes womb steaming what we're doing when we steam or when we work with like clearing out our individual energy within the womb space is kind of clearing the birth portal clearing the manifestational portal clearing the prayer portal clearing that like channel through which things are born into the experience of our reality um the positive things and the quote-unquote negative things you know it's just like lining it all with rosemary and sage and lavender and calendula and eucalyptus and mugwort and motherwort and yarrow it makes an intuitive sense why that would make your experience of birthing your realities so much more playful and also pleasurable and also sensual and um, visceral and embodied and all of those good things and then we can move into there's many other practices you know that we can use um and it's really i don't feel like a hierarchy of practice it's more like whatever resonates with you but it is recognize how what is happening with us is connect the whole the group and to take a responsibility in that way too i think when we're spiraling into like self-loathing we can look at it in a quantum way and like zoom out from that too and be like okay it's not me come here with the sisterhood and my humanhood my human beinghoods and we're all together like healing and growing in this experience and we're all little pieces of each other so even if i'm not tracing back in my own direct life storyline why i would be making out with this over here it can be so many days and i don't think that we have to understand the wound to shake it off and move forward i'm not to like fully go like my uncle five generations back who did the thing um that can be beneficial i lived and studied two years with a native medicine man his wife um he was mandan and victor nishoni but we did like prayer ceremony sweat lodge gratitude ceremony and I just lived and worked with him, kind of like the apprentice sleeping the floor of the tobacco knots. And something he would always say is psychoanalysis is what the white man brought. We see it, we bring it to ceremony, to, we bring it in spirit to ceremony, we release it. It's not the same path like going into the trauma to find out more about the source of the trauma in order to release the trauma. And I'm not implying one is better or worse. Obviously, if you're native, you're like, fuck what the white man brought. But like, I think that there's like positives to both sides that we can learn from. It's good to be able to see things and like talk it out. But there is also a point where we have to get back to that kind of indigenous energy of, okay, I'm gonna take this and give it up to God or whatever that works for you, the word that feels good for you of giving it up to a higher power. And if there is a collective wound, then there is a matching collective energy to heal it and pull it from us. Mm -hmm. I think that's the magic of the journey right there. Yes. Yeah, oh my gosh. So many things there. It's just, I love listening to all of that. It, it brings up this whole concept of, <laughs> especially in the spiritual world, a lot of the white men like teaching how to manifest, you know, it's like, uh, okay. But, um, and we listen to it because we think we just want like money, right? But it still is coming from that like, cat, you know, 
see it see it believe it kind of capitalist but it's like where is the time where you just be like connect with who you are and the earth and like your divine you know feminine creativity and really like just let it simmer and stop like frantically creating because you're gonna like miss out and you're not gonna win the race like the rabbit in the hair right it's like you can't always continue to push and like force manifestation yeah it's like um and then you know i'm a black woman speaking for people who are listening and i don't i'm not like oh like this one perspective is completely irrelevant it's impossible that that would be true because we're all here in the cauldron together but it does make sense that there we would benefit from a from benefit from a diversity of perspective and voice because everybody is processing there's like a foundation of us of what we are of what we are doing what we are experiencing of where we are in it and of it and moving through it and with it and all of that and and then within that i think the danger that happens when there's only one person's perspective being presented as the way mm -hmm. is that those of us color who's also a neurodivergent thinker right so it's like yeah we need to find um ways of presenting many different perspectives because things work differently for different people based on the different factors in their soup and it's alchemy it's not a linear experience so i feel strongly based on my work now of many years and working predominantly with the womb space that the births in a different way that the non-womb energy carrier might birth and i think you can learn to do it from the phallic perspective but it's exhausting and there's an easier way that is inherently built into your actual natural process mm -hmm. and part of what we find punitive when we resist then this voice that we call patriarchal that I don't know if it's like on purpose to be mean to you necessarily. They're just saying how they do it, but they don't have a vagina. So it's like, it's like they're not lying or trying to necessarily maybe snore, you know what I mean? But all of it is really about like, well, find your own flow and then like beat the rhythm of that drum, like Abraham Hicks says, till it becomes the loudest resonant vibrational frequency in the room. And through the magic of cymatics, sound, words, power, what you are desiring is created. And what will surprise you then is that it doesn't look like hustle force pushing forward with the masculine energetic. It looks more like pulling back in vulnerability, like um, self care, pleasure, balance and release. That is an orgasmic birth. And I do also deliver babies. So it's a good example what we have turned um, the business of birthing into you know yeah. i don't know necessarily that men created the like fluorescent lights and the strapped up legs out of like a desire to punish the woman maybe for birthing i don't know i can't prove that although it has become very dangerous and punitive for her body but i can say that it's because if a doctor delivering the baby has never physically had a baby he might think that the best thing for you to do is lay down right mm -hmm. But if you're with a bunch of old women, they're going to tell you just like squat, maybe sit in the bathtub, maybe get your point. Right? It's right. something different because it's coming from an internal place. I got what I got. I've been literally where you've been. And like, this is how I got it done. Mm -hmm. Like me, just like you, it happened like this. Um, mm -hmm. So it's for that, I think diversity is very important. 
and what in this desire that we have it seems like now within society to be homogenous in everything like one definition of beauty one definition of success one definition of etc 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 when diversity is what heals the whole diversity is what pulls us away from feeling comparative diverse media addiction it's like when we're in the comparative state and this is from wallace d waddles the science of wealth right that the com the comparative state cannot create right must be in the creative state to access the liminal space that is the thinking stuff in the interspaces of all things you know there is a thinking stuff from which all things are made which in its original state permeates and penetrates the interspaces of all things a thought formed in this substance will create that which has been imagined by the thoughts but in order to create this way, we must make space which is never comparative in spirit. So then when we look at um, from like a conspiracy theorist perspective, you then might begin to think that the focus of like ourselves to each other, right, is deliberately making us poor. Uh -huh. And then it does feel kind of like, oh, wait a minute, what's going on, right? But it also um, is something that it's so easy to see and snap out of it. <laughs> yes. it's like that was the brilliance of the evil plan and then that's the brilliance of the exit strategy right yeah. <laughs> it's the same yeah yeah, yeah. So the evil system and the exit strategy it's easy blink like look within and just get really into yourself that's the ticket Gosh, that's, that's the freedom so train <laughs> i love yeah. the freedom train and that's going to get you out of like even the our narcissistic obsession it's like um it's just like with anything stop feeding them all this energy it's like they love it now uh-huh and i feel i really do feel like this is part of why it's like growing 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 and everybody's like am i a narcissist it's just like stop so just get in the recipe for everything it's like get really into yourself now you know really listening to your own body yeah. Really looking at the parts of you that are wanting attention and then answering and like giving those parts attention. And it's annoying because it sounds like I'm saying something so simple, but it's a challenge to do that. So there must be something to it, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, just self love. <laughs> well, that's always yeah. what it boils down to in these episodes. Yeah, but it is challenging. <laughs> It is because you're yeah. constantly seeking uh, love outside of yourself. Like that, that's kind of how you've been conditioned. That's how maybe you were grew up or that was like your narrative you kept like subconsciously looping. But once you look within, that is where the true love comes. That's from where the true satisfaction comes. There's no judgment. There's radical self-love. And all of a sudden you're like, there's zero energy towards the narcissist there's zero energy towards that negativity and you're just like i repel it i have no time or space for it in my life and you're free <laughs> you're free <laughs> i love us on the podcast we're like it's easy <laughs> and you're free <laughs> but like in a way there does come a point i have this theory that we're working to get to the easy right yeah it's like and it's the memory that I mean, I'm always, please forgive me, hippies, but I quote the Bible a lot because I'm a minister's daughter and I love Jesus. 
So like, be with like the birds and the bees or whatever that they don't care about where their next meal will come from. Yeah. It's this kind of energetic principle. I just see Jesus as a yogi. So I'm speaking in that really? way. So it's actually blas- blasphemous to both sides, but I love it. <laughs> but like I resonate with that energy. He's just trying to say, get natural. It's yeah. like nature isn't like, oh my God, this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I awake, I am a bird, I flutter, I flutter, I feed, you know, I am a cat, I lay in the sun, I nap. Um, So it's to get in this like natural flow and not comparing it to any other species, but just finding out, it's a very delectable, um, delightful process to discover your own personal flow. And to know that like, oh wait, I recently I realized um, and released that I'm gonna ever be like a morning person. I, I don't know that person. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I'm a jaguar, literally a nocturnal animal. Uh-huh. And I, once I stopped pushing my um, internal rhythms to shift, my productivity was just like, because it was happy. My body was left alone, you know? Right, yes. Yes. So that's the that's the money ticket. That's also the pleasure train. That's like the emancipation situation. Get into your own personal flow, which surprise surprise was inherently like brought with you from all of your astral intergalactic realms for a reason because you have a unique purpose and like um, specific mission that maybe has to do with all of your weirdnesses and the things that you're suppressing and the, what you find pleasurable and joyful. And mm-hmm. a lot of times in something that we quote unquote will say in the world of this is a narcissist is very standard um, descriptions of what an attractive partner are often aspects of what that narcissistic partner carries like that they're looking real good from the outside and it's like an aspect of why the thing will like go on for so long i was laughing with a friend because he was just getting out of a um or we've been friends a really long time and she does like psychic work actually to help you with your money for women entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um and her name is megan markey so everybody should go get a session with her and i love her but um yeah there's not really like it's like a super nerdy weirdo guy that's the rare narcissist it's usually like a hottie that's true right that's true yeah yeah it's the hottie <laughs> like he's a narcissist so there's a big part of that comparative externally defined success is part of that whole definition of that dynamic if we were actually looking for what you're into you're just like tv is telling you to date this guy and then he's an asshole or whatever it is or whatever you want to call it right whatever language feels good for you but it's like you're not even into that you want this weird other guy over here who does this other thing and will just like suck on your earlobe like you like so it's like just find your own uniqueness and and that's the power of staying in your lane. It protects you from so many things yeah. that are not even desires naturally arising within you. They're implanted from just like watching Hollywood movies and like living in an age where we're told like this is what attractive looks like or this is what, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And the narcissist <laughs> is so full of insecurities. I'm sure that they're actually also 
putting on the play of whatever society is saying, like what kind of guy to go after. Like, oh, okay, like I study that, I'm gonna be that. And so they like make themselves look really buff and like all that stuff. So it's like this- When deep inside, they just wanna be, yes. They also just wanna be the little weirdo finding their own truth. So this is why what I'm speaking to is to the both sides. It's like, right. find your authentic voice and neither of us will get trapped in this game. Narcissism, um, so Ernest Holmes in the sign, like how do we heal and stay in mental, and he took it down to we find cause and what is effect. It really has to do with the individual and the macro and what you're really in a core level trying to get into with the podcast, not the individual dating relationship, but why as a whole we are trapped in these patterns. And and really I'm that the cure is self-love. Focus on your uniqueness of your individuality and your path and expressing that. And all of these things fall by the wayside because they're effects. But the initial core root wound at the root of it all is like you just be you and feel okay to be you because then the narcissist doesn't even turn into that guy. He doesn't even want to be that guy all street and just lying to women and doing lines of coke. Yes, 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 yes. That's it. Share with us um, how we can connect with you. Think to me, I'm in Oaxaca, Mexico, and like a house in the middle of Oaxaca, and the church bells are ringing because it's Day of the Dead. Um, season and so it's very magical and full of miracles um, so for my womb steam work my web is wombnation.org subscribe and steam your and I send you in the mail um, an individual personalized womb steam recipe for that month it changes every month you get it in the mail and then you steam with me on zoom and it's amazing and we steam every new moon and you can also um, book a one-on-one -on -one session to curate a personalized bespoke plant medicine potion and ritual for using that I share with the world in terms of magic. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds so magical. Absolutely. <laughs> My gosh, thank and my Instagram is Jaguar Women, and I just spell woman with a B. And people always introduce me on podcasts. You didn't do it. People always just like Jaguar Woman, and it's not. I'm just spelling woman with a womb because that's, um, that's my little. That's because that's, that's it. I put the B to separate from the man. I put the B in the middle to separate the womb from the man. It's a little, little B that. of birth in the center. So. I love that. Oh I'm a poet. <laughs> thank this you was so fun, much. bitch. This was. Thank you yeah. so much. And remember, everyone, always keep your unique light shining. Losing time, I'm fading fast. I just wanna make it last. Try to let go. I didn't say that. You're too sensitive. No one will ever believe you. If these phrases are familiar, then you may be dealing with a narcissist. Then my book, Empath and the Narcissist, is for you. How to overcome narcissistic abuse and recover from PTSD, codependency, gaslighting, and manipulation. With 20 plus healing resources, guided meditations and exercises with journal prompts for healing, including human design and astrology concepts, with a bonus of four ways to set powerful boundaries workshop included inside, then you will definitely want to grab my book this season. As we approach the holiday season, I wish to support you with a free digital copy of my book. You can download it for free at ravenscott.show forward slash empath and the narcissist. If you wish to feel alive again and take back the power in your life, then scroll to the show notes 
and click over to grab your free digital PDF copy of my book today. And newsflash, you can listen to my book on Audible. If you're enjoying this podcast, subscribe and leave a rate and review. Don't forget to DM me on Instagram at Raven Scott Show. Free gift to get your free How to Draw Powerful Boundaries workshop. I'm here to support you. And with over 10 years of experience, I empower you to rise up and stop the cycle of abuse. See you next episode. Madvi is helping people release emotional baggage, breaking negative patterns, and finding the root causes with the emotion and body code. Visit www.madvi.ca. That's M-A-D-H-V-I dot C-A. I can personally attest that this is an amazing way to heal trauma out that you can't do with meditation and thought therapy and talk therapy and all the things. So reach out to her and get a free 30-minute consultation to see if this is something that can help you.